You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Small business owners, do you need help managing your cash flow or hiring employees or purchasing inventory or upgrading your office space? Most traditional banks lack the technology and resources to truly understand a small business, and they would rather just deal with larger, more established businesses. On Deck gets it. On Deck is 100% committed to small business owners with fast, easy, and tailored financing. You can get funding in as quickly as 24 hours with term loans up to $500,000 and lines of credit up to $100,000, none of which require business collateral. On Deck is the secure financing service that business owners everywhere can truly rely on. So if you're a small business owner and you need access to capital, go to ondeck.com slash Rome right now. And as an exclusive listener to this podcast, you'll get a free consultation with one of their U.S.-based loan specialists. Apply online or by phone and get approved in minutes. Go to ondeck.com slash Rome. That's O-N-D-E-C-K dot com slash Rome to get a free consultation right now. We got two more. Let's go. Come on, Jared. Woo! Jared, that was the Dilla Hunt. Have you ever heard that? We got the actual audio from the Dilla Hunt. No, I, I have no clue what that is. I was going to say, it does not sound like anything that actually took place. I'm here with banjo, so I instantly got scared. Welcome to the Jim Rome Podcast. This is episode 69, so it's fitting. My guest is number 69, Jared Allen. Jared Allen is not just a guy who's been a part of some amazing sound drops on my radio program. Come on, Jared! He was also an absolute badass over 12 NFL seasons, a five-time Pro Bowler, a four-time All-Pro. Came this close to Mike Strahan's record when he notched 22 sacks in 2011, and a guy who's made as much noise off the field as on it. Since Jared announced his retirement with an epic ride-off into the sunset, I mean, literally, he has stayed immensely busy. He's continued his amazing work helping wounded warriors. He's making a run at the Olympics in curling. And he's a big part of the Alliance of American Football, which had a great debut last weekend. We're going to get into all that and maybe even a little Dilla hunt on Ep 69. Let's go. Let's go. Jared, you and I have not spoken in a minute or two, so you got to bring me up to date. It is so hard, Jared, for athletes to leave their sports and their athletic careers on their own terms. Were you able to do that, and how is your post-NFL life treating you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I got to go out the way I wanted to go out. Um, probably one of the few few players that never got cut. <laughs> that, was, that was always a plus. Uh, Post-NFL life is great. You know, I get to uh, hang out with my wife and kids as much as possible, and, uh, you know, just Having having a good time and uh, you know trying to trying to make a splash in the old curling world right now. All right, so let me just go right to that. The fact is, you're still competing as an athlete at a high level, potentially even as an Olympian, and you're looking to qualify in the Beijing Games in 2022. You just kind of touched on that. What sport are we talking about, and what's the plan? Oh, curling. Yeah. So I uh, I made a bet with a buddy of mine that I could be, try to become an Olympian in the sport. I'll cliff note it, but. Um, Long story short, this had we had made the bet long before you know Houston those guys won the gold, and there was a couple sports that we weren't killing it at on the Olympic stage, and that was like you know I think we only had a bronze uh, in curling, and then you know badminton we had that. So at first I was like badminton, 
I started watching badminton videos, and I was like, I don't know if my back can hold up to these. These guys are everywhere. They are there. I cat like. Um, and then I started reading like the uh, the curling, you know, kind of guidelines and what the spirit of curling is. And it's like most athletes start in their forties. You know, if you lose, the winners buy you beer. And I was like, done. Like I'm a winner either way. You know. <laughs> so decided to do that. Uh, called a couple of uh, old football buddies up, and we put a team together. Um, and then you know we just been we got a, our coach John Benton was a uh, you know he was a two, uh, 2010 Olympian, and then so we started playing against we just jumped in the deep end started playing all these elite level teams getting our faces kicked in, um, and now right now I'm actually one of the uh, USA high performance teams invited me to be their alternate for the nationals this year they're the defending national champions Team Ronan, and so yeah so now I'm up playing in Kalamazoo for. Uh, for the current national champions and trying to send it and, uh, you know, having a good time doing it. All right, so, Jared, you're right there right now. So, bottom line is for me, I mean, was this just kind of a bet? Are you in it to experience it, or are you in it to win it? So, started with a bet. Well, first of all, I will I will do anything to win a bet, hands down. <laughs> right. Um, I'll never lose on a bet, so therefore I'm in it. So, I'm in it to win it. Um, but, yeah, but now, like, the curling is all everybody's super welcoming and nice and, you know, you're not, you're not allowed to like punch people or talk trash or anything like that. So it's super, uh, super friendly, and uh, which, which makes it hard sometimes because you want to like you know lay with somebody with a stick, but you can't. Um, right. But no, it's 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 really it's fun. Everybody like I said, it's so cool, so so welcoming. You hang out afterwards, you know, you learn a lot. So yeah, we've really embraced it. Uh, the sports embraced us. Obviously, we know we bring some notoriety to the sport that that they want and need. It. We don't do anything in a disrespectful way. Like we we go out there and we work our butts off. We practice hard, and we try to perform well. And uh, you know, just by that, a couple of my teammates we got picked up on different teams. We didn't qualify for nationals to be alternates, so we can learn. So it's been a really cool experience. I think it's been uh, completely different than what we expected it to be, but it's been an absolute blast. And then one more thing about that, everybody wants to know. But are there any transferable skills? From pile driving a quarterback into the turf and sliding a rock down the ice. Man, it's it's all finesse. It's it's all. It's, I mean, it's a game of millimeters, right? So you know, adrenaline works against you. The only thing that correlates with us being big is that we can sweep hard. Right. Um, other than that, no, it, it's it's a finesse game. But you know, technique. I should say. I guess I've always been trying to be a technician, right? I always feel like if you have good technique, eventually you'll be successful. So that that is a carryover. Um, and then just the, you know the, the mental capacity to to perform at a, on a big stage, so to speak, without getting nervous. But other than that, completely different. Which it makes it fun because you force yourself to learn a new skill and learn and, and learn new strategies. I love it. Good luck with that. I'll be watching. Clones, I need to talk to you about a new pair of headphones I have. Aftershocks. They're amazing. Best sounding, most innovative headphones I have ever owned. Aftershocks features patented bone conduction technology. The headphones do not go inside your ear like earbuds that hurt or fall out. Aftershocks rest gently just outside. Yeah, I said it. Outside your ear and produce sound by sending mini vibrations through your cheekbone to your inner ear, bypassing your eardrum. Aftershocks are also perfect if you're out running or biking since you need to hear. It's a huge safety factor because they don't go right in your ears. Aftershocks are super comfortable. They're flexible. They're awesome sounding and they're lightweight. I am amazed by these headphones and the technology. In fact, I am never going back to regular headphones ever again. Aftershocks wireless open-ear headphones are the coolest products ever. 
Order an Aftershocks tech bundle right now and get 50 bucks off. Just hit roam.aftershocks.com and use code Rome at checkout. That's the word after and then S-H-O-K-Z.com. Roam.aftershocks.com. All right, now you're busy now. You're also a player relations executive in the new AAF, the Alliance of American Football. Listen, there are lots of things you can be doing with your time. What did you like about that opportunity, and why did you commit? Well, so I, you know, Charlie Ebersol is a buddy of mine, and he came to me, you know, early on in this process. And, and, I, and I think what I, I genuinely liked about it was, you know, I, I remember, so, you know, we talked about, we always, we always had camp bodies, right? Always had the guys that they came to camp two, three times in, in a row, and they knew they were making a team. Heck, we, you know, or maybe they thought they were, but, you know, they, everybody knew that they weren't making a team. They're making a few grand to come play ball. Or you look at practice squad guys that kind of time out on practice squads, right? And then you get a couple preseason games, but let's say you do make the team and, and then you're on practice squad and you time out. You know, all of a sudden that next year you're supposed to be game ready. Well, where are you getting that experience? You know, and so when he when he talks about this idea with this league and, and, and kind of what the, you know, what, what the foundation was, there, what the premise behind it was, you know, and I, I, was, I was fooled. And so I jumped on as, a, uh, as an investor and, um, and I should say my, my executive position is, is, is a volunteer position. Strictly, <laughs> right, right. But, but, um, but no, and, and so Charlie and I talked a lot in the beginning about you know what what it was like being a player rep in the NFL and, and what I thought that the differences were, what where I thought the gaps were, right. And, and the biggest thing I think for players is you want to know that there's a league genuinely there to make you better. You know, all the great teams I've been on, you know, I look at the Vikings. You know, my, my relationship with, with Rick in the front office and Ziggy and down to you know when I was with Brad and Frazier and, and the coaches I had there. Great relationships, and he, I take my for meal days in Kansas City, and, and even you know Carolina stuff like that. When you generally believe in the organization, or you generally believe in your coach, you're going to perform better. And so when Charlie started talking about having a league that was you know a genuine alliance across from the league, the players, and the fans, you know, it made a lot of sense. And then having this this complimentary idea, and you know, he talks to stats and all that stuff, and, and you, you realize there is a void, and there's viewership that wants it. I mean, you know, you look at our opening weekend, we can you know we out we outrated uh, the NBA, you know what I mean? And so now, obviously, there's, there's a need for that. There's a want for it by the, by the fans. So now it's our job as a league, as, and as the players of the league, is to perform, right? And that's how you keep their attention. If we can truly continue to make these guys better, if we can truly operate on our core fundamentals, I think we'll be great. And, and again, I think it's this, it's this holistic approach to the players are in it with the organization. You know, it's not us versus them. It's not... You know, trying to make a money grab. There's, there's a, there's a genuine want to develop players and and to make them better human beings. You know, so what about the NFL? The NFL would would absolutely benefit from a developmental league like that, a good developmental league like that. What's the NFL's response to it? Well, I mean, you saw you saw, you saw what was it the uh, on Sunday there was games on on the NFL Network. Yep. You know, I mean, we, we we've obviously you know we they they see the connectivity, and again. I don't look at it as necessarily – it is about developing players, right? So we can't get away that. But, it, but it's a compliment. I mean, you know, Bill Polian said it best, uh, I think, down right before the San Antonio game. We want to be a complimentary league where the NFL is sending us their, their practice squad guys, right? Go get game reps. They, they trust us that their organization is going to come down, and that third-string quarterback is going to get game-like reps and to get quality coaching to be a better, to be a better player. And then as a league – you know, we, we present a front that not only makes you a better player, 
a better a better person with you know continuing educational things, uh, opportunities and just and opportunities to kind of to kind of a you know you see some of the older guys I saw you know those few guys with seven you know years experience in the NFL, well those guys maybe they just want to feel that they that they've got their chance right, and maybe they play a few years in the alliance and they say we're done and they go on and they fulfill their dreams and we don't have another statistic of a guy who's broke or continually trying to chase that that dream and, and never moves on with his life. Um, so I look at it from a, from a totality, but I think obviously first and foremost, we are trying to create great players that can go play in the NFL. And then, at the, you know, secondly, we're trying to create great men that are going to be very productive in society. And then Jared, one more thought about that. Yeah. I mean, you're one of the best pass rushers of a generation, but I'm not sure I've even seen you light up a quarterback the way Mike Bercovici of the fleet got lit up this weekend, man. When I saw dude's bonnet get knocked off and keep rolling, I was afraid his head was still in it. Do that in the NFL, Jared. You're facing a lifetime ban. Is that the type of shot that's going to be allowed or even encouraged in the league? No, and I, and I, shouldn't, be, I shouldn't be laughing about it, but I am, I'm an old school guy, right? Right. And uh, the, the NFL I came into, that was a perfectly legal hit. Uh, that's the NFL I fell in love with, you know, as, as a young kid. But I think those, so we obviously care about the safety of our players. I mean, I, that's, you see that versus, uh, with the kind of rule changes, you know, taking kickoff out. Right. And, 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 and stuff like that. So obviously we're cognizant of, of that. And I think you take a look at that, that's, that's a player that's definitely going to be evaluated. Um, and I know, and I know, you know, you read the social media and there was some, you know, kickback. But then you also hear some of the other end that some people are were excited to see that it wasn't overly overly officiated, right? Let the guys play. So I think it's a fine balance. Um, obviously, our number one priority is safety, uh, just just on a human level, right? Um, so those those plays will be evaluated. Obviously, like the NFL, you know, as as we come in and and the, and the referees, you know, understand the rules better and not understand the rules, but you know, understand those those bang bang plays and how to enforce things. You know, the league will continue to evolve in that in that aspect. Um, you know, again, you're glad everybody walks away from that, okay? But you know, kind of on, on the flip side is from an old school guy, there there is a level of responsibility you assume when when you when you play you decide to play the sport, right? And there is a you know there's there's this kind of this this natural draw because that kind of hit is potential, right? Again, whether whether you know it didn't get flagged, and again, the league will review that, and we absolutely care about player safety, and that's not the kind of hit we want to celebrate. But you know, so that with that being said, I think that that's where our league is going, right? It's what what is that threshold between balance of staying true to the game and understanding that there is risk, but not putting people at exposure to to too much risk, but also not making it flag football. It's a really honest response, Jared. I mean, I understand. The world has changed. The game is changing. We know more. You want to make the game as safe as possible. Hey, check this out. I want to talk to you for a minute about Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to 10 bucks for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. And there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level at all. This simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. 
And with Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. And if you're listening to this podcast, Robinhood is giving you a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You just have to sign up at jimrome.robinhood.com. That's jimrome.robinhood.com. You know what you signed up for back in the day, and you were a gladiator, and people love that. And I, I understand this. I really do. Like, when you think of your playing days, you were known for a couple of things. Sacking quarterbacks and a kick-ass legendary mullet. Now, you retire from football. You can't really do that, at least not on that level anymore. But have you retired the party in the back, too? Yeah, you know what? My hair is falling out. So I'm on Propecia, like, steady diet every day, right? And every time I'm like, you know what, babe? I'm tell my wife, I'm like, I'm growing my, I'm growing my mullet back, right? I get to that awkward stage, and then it just shows how bald I am up top. And it's like I look in the mirror, and I start dry heaving, I instantly have to go to the barber and cut my hair. And then I can't bring myself because, I mean, every, if everybody knows my reputation in the NFL, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a cosmetic surgeon type of guy. Right, right. I can't, bring, I can't bring myself to go down to, you know, whatever the local hair club in there and get my... Uh, and get plugged from the top of my head. But, man, oh, I see old pictures of that man just flowing down the back of my neck, and I'm like, babe, I need this back. Like, I need this. And uh, it was so cool back then. And then, you know, I start, you know, I get I get the courage to start growing it, and then, again, I used to get totally disappointed in myself when it's just, <laughs> just terrible. Uh, I hear you. Up, like, if, if I was completely bald, I could rock the skillet. But I'm not even in that. I'm in that totally like awkward. I'm trying not to be bald, but I'm totally balding stage. So it's, it's horrible. It's just horrible all the yeah, way around. I never thought that I'd ever call you a tweener, man. You're not, but you are. Like now, know, now you're stuck in between. It, it sucks. I can't, I can't figure it out. And then I can't even like go to the bar room. Like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Just make me look not horrible. And you can, you know, everybody's got these weird, you know, comb over deals. I don't even have enough hair to do that. So the barber can't even give me like a the trendy cut. <laughs> he's looking out hey look man what do you want me to do what do you want me to do yeah, yeah and then if you leave the, the front too long it's like you got a squirrel tail hanging out the front of your head so yeah it's, it's bad news all the way around I got you listen so let me ask you this then what are you more proud of 22 sacks in a season which was absolutely amazing or taking down one wild boar with a 10 inch hunting knife in your hands oh you know what the boar was probably easier 22 sacks was incredibly hard wow but but I tell you what, I probably had uh, the intensity of that that ten minute fight before uh, take down the board was was one to one to remember. Uh, so that I think they're, they're kind of on equal. One was more of a drawn out. Basically, the twenty two sacks were like a drawn out board fight, but the board fight was so intense and and crazy that um, they, they kind of level each other up. That's a great point. Like like Jared, the board fight. Where did that happen? I was in uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. Uh, was, uh, we went out hunting for like two or three days. We hadn't seen us. And, and our guard, guy, I don't know his name was Rusty. He was like 23 years old, and he, he only had half of his teeth. And, um, and he said he got kicked in the mouth by a hog. I just think he just had crappy teeth. But uh, <laughs> we kind of like challenged. He's like, oh, y'all really want a hog? And we run with dogs. I'm like, dude, I'm not scared. Let's go. And things got things got Western. <laughs> things got Western. Explain that. Like when things get Western, what happens? Oh, you know what? So all of a sudden you're just walking along and things get western. Like they, they turn on a dime and, and, and just things start happening quick. Things get weird, right? So we're running walking along and dogs, next thing you know, dogs are barking and screaming. We're running, jumping fences. Dogs, these kids are, you know, bait up in this, 
you know, mud pit, you let the catch out go, and then, you know, bam, that, that happens, and you run up, you're flipping his hog over, someone's flipping the hog down, you try to get the, you know, dog off, and then, and then you gotta, you know, then you gotta harvest the pig, and, um, and you go to town with a knife, and it just gets, it just gets, you know, primal. <laughs> Dude, things get western. Things get western. Get western real fast. All right, so 22 sacks. I mean, that was one short of a single-season record. Man, how badly did uh, you want that mark? I saw oh, so bad. I still, I tried to get it. So the Green Bay game, I'll never forget the Green Bay game that year. Ended up having one. I came through. Aaron got the snap. He took a step up, kind of bumps into Newhouse. I think that's what the tackle was. Drops the ball, right? Picks it up, tries to roll out. I tackle him. Sack. They give me the sack. Wednesday, they change it from a from a sack to a team sack. That's my twenty third sack. So they called it a they called it a muff team sack, not my personal sack. No, no twenty three sacks. Dude, that is brutal. I mean, you had it. Oh, I you had it. It, for you. it was I yours. You had it. Ones. Oh, I went back and I fought it. And I fought it. They kept saying no, 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 no. But yeah, they took it from me on Wednesday. Uh, that, that following weekend. Uh, and I go back and always replay that Bears game where, you know, oh, you could have done this, or, you know, there was, I don't forget, there was a play that year, too, against, I hit uh, two plays right as he was throwing, and the ball just barely went forward, and they called an incomplete pass versus the fumble. So, it's always the ones you miss that you forget, or that you don't you don't forget. Uh, but, you know, 22 was amazing. I wanted the 23rd so bad, uh, but to be able to, you know, to, to you know be the, the Vikings season, uh, single season, you know, Record holder was nice, and um, to be even in that conversation with those top guys was, was pretty awesome. Now, Jared, I want to be sure that we recognize what an amazing year that was and how dominant you were that year, so let's just put that aside for a minute. 22 sacks is absolutely incredible. That said, you had 23, and they took it away. What was worse, the fact that you had it and they took it from you, they gave it to you, and they took it from you, or your boy uh, Favre, your boy Favre <laughs> gift-wrapping the one to Strahan that got the record? Oh, uh, you know what? And then in the Bears game, we had a similar situation uh, I think it was McCallum, the quarterback. He's running on a bootleg, and I'm chasing him, right? And all he has to do is go out of bounds, and it's, and it's, and it's legit, you know? And instead, <laughs> it just flips it out of bounds to, to keep it, uh, you know, to go incomplete. I was so pissed. I was like, you couldn't have just – all you had to do was run about No one would have said anything. I was, I was hitting you as you're flipping this out of bounds. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I don't, I've gotten some gift wrap sacks in my day, so I don't hate on anybody. Obviously, Strahan is a phenomenal, phenomenal player. I mean, that dude was a beast. Uh, I watched a lot of his film and tried to emulate a lot of the stuff he did. And uh, so, just to be, like I said, just to be up there with that. But yeah, I wanted it. I wanted it bad. I still, Aaron. I see uh, Aaron playing golf and stuff like that. Tahoe, he always brings up. He's like, I can't believe they took that from you. And the worst one was in that same game. I had another one. I hit Aaron low, and I thought he went down. So I'm off celebrating a sack. And Antoine Whitfield was on a blitz on the other side. And he jumped on him before he hit the ground and finished it off, so they gave him the sack. Wow. <laughs> like, Man, oh. they were they were conspiring <laughs> against you. Yeah, you know what? Teach me a lesson to celebrate something before I actually got it. Hey, listen, if you're like me, you've got a mortgage and a family who depends on your income, then you need to protect the ones you love with life insurance. Life insurance can pay off a mortgage or help send the kids to college. It's peace of mind. Now, maybe you think you can't afford it. Chances are, Select Quote can help you get it for less than a dollar a day. Select Quote Comparison shops up to 10 highly rated companies, including Prudential, Banner Life, and Mutual of Omaha, and others, to find the company with the best rates. As an example, Select Quote could find a 35 year old man a $500,000 policy for under $19 a month. 
or a 37-year-old female a $750,000 policy for under $22 a month. That's less than a buck a day. SelectQuote could save you time and money, so get your free quote right now at selectquote.com slash Rome. That's selectquote.com slash Rome and get a free quote. Do not put off protecting your family another day. Selectquote.com slash Rome. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash Rome. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. When we talk about Favre, when he came to Minnesota, it feels like it was yesterday. But when he shows up, he's like a rock star, right? You went from having Tavares Jackson and Gus Farad. rock star. A rock star, like, and especially considering how it ended for him in Green Bay and the rivalry between the Vikings and Packers. What was that like when he first arrived? Oh, dude! So when Brett came in, it was insane. That, uh, like, and I mean, I, I fanboyed out honestly. I, I, we were all like faces pressed against the cafeteria window, watching the uh, you know caravan of cars come through. <laughs> it was, it was like. You always say that there's great players, you know, and, and, and there's great players in, in this league and there's good players in the league, but there's there's only a handful of generational type players. You know, Brett is a generational he's like the he's like the athlete that the A list celebrities want to hang out with. You know what I mean? Right. And so for him to come to the team and, and you know, I obviously got to play against him a few times, but to to have that persona and that type of guy on your team and, and not knowing, you know, I think there was that mystery of how is this going to? Are we getting you know what Brett Favre would get? Are we getting you know the guy Green Bay got rid of, or the guy from uh, the Jets? Or are we getting you know vintage Brett? And and Brett was amazing. And, and you understood. Cool thing I learned from Brett was you understood why he was so good. I mean that dude put hours in. His work ethic was second to none, and 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 you understood why he was who he was. And uh, it was it was it was honestly it was a joy to play with him. But yeah, I'll never forget that day. I mean me, I guess me, Antoine, Kevin. You know, you got all pro guys up there just faces glued to the window watching this guy come into the building. Dude, that is an amazing description. And then there's your famous jaunt to Mississippi where you and Longy and Hutch bailed from training camp. You hopped on Ziggy's private jet. You headed down to Mississippi to talk the gunslinger out of retirement. I mean, dude, it was so crazy that when the jet came back, local TV crews were waiting in helicopters, tracking oh, Longy's car. Crazy. Dude, what, I mean, like a police escort was necessary. Was that as crazy uh, then as it sounds right now? Oh, absolutely. I was just happy to get out of training camp for a couple of days. Yeah, I know? bet. Uh, but no, I, I you can ask Brad too. I was I was the only one that told him to stay retired. I got down there and saw the good life he was living, and I was like, bro, listen, don't come back thinking like for us because obviously we were trying to win a Super Bowl. We're trying to recreate what we had. I was like, if you feel like you want to play some more, come back. But I, if I'm you, I'm staying retired because you got 500 acres of awesomeness down here. <laughs> so, but I think you know the cool part about that trip was everybody was honest with him. You know, uh, we got to understand where he was at, and then he wanted to compete, and you know, so. You know, obviously, uh, I wish it would have taken him a couple of days longer to uh, make his decision because we would have had a few more days off of training camp. But yeah, it was nuts. I mean, the fact that you know we we were actually filed filed like a different uh, flight plan and changed it mid-flight so people media wouldn't know. It was it was insane. That's insane, Jared. I don't know if you know this, but we actually recovered some audio from that trip that I don't even know if you know it existed. It's really short. I want to play this really quickly, and you tell me if this takes you back to that trip. Listen to this. Let's go. Brett Favre goes back to pass. He pumps. Hey, y'all, watch this. Now he fires. Ah. 
can't believe what I'm seeing right now. We got two more. Let's go. Come on, Jared. Woo! Jared, that was the Dilla Hunt. Have you ever heard that? We got the actual audio from the Dilla Hunt. No, I, I have no clue what that is. No, <laughs> you wouldn't. We just made that shit up. Yeah, I was going to say, it does not sound like anything that actually took place. I heard a banjo, so I instantly got scared. <laughs> that doesn't sound like anything that took place. You don't remember a banjo on that trip? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's great. I'm sure, I'm sure someone was playing it. That's great. Jared, listen, serious note before we go. You're really active with the armed services. You did a USO tour back in 2009. I'm curious, where did you go? What did you see? And why did that resonate for you so much? Uh, so, you know, my whole family's military, um, grandpa, everybody. And so I went to uh, Iraq and, uh, and Kuwait back in 2009. And it just made me realize that when I came home, I wanted to do, do stuff to serve those who serve us, right? I wanted to, you know, again, serve those who served us. And then I figured no better way than to give a little slice of the American dream to those who fight for it every day. And, and the reason we have our freedoms, the reason we have to live the life we live is because, you know, we're in the rare countries that people volunteer. You know, they volunteer and they make the sacrifices to defend the freedoms um, of our daily lives. You know, they lay it on the line. And so that's when I started my foundation, Jared Allen's Home for Women Warriors. Um, and now we've, my goodness, we've, we've, I think we've completed close to 15 homes and, you know, we got 10 in the, you know, Daniel eight, eight in the pipeline. We're about to give, you know, give three or four more away this year. So it's, it's been a good journey. We've got some great partners. We can't do it without, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just, a lot of respect. I, I grew up understanding that, you know, freedom isn't free. And, and the fact that what makes our country great is that, you know, you know, no one's forced to do it. You know, we have, we have men and women that, that sign up to, to voluntarily defend our rights to, to be free and, and to gripe and complain and, and do whatever the hell it is we want to do. Jared, what's it like when you hand a vet a key, a set of keys to a remodeled or even a brand new home? Oh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal, man. It, it, it humbles you to your core, you know what I mean? It, it makes you realize, you know, the, the, the true blessings that we have in life. And, um, you know, it, it really, it, it, it's such a great feeling and, and it, it see the progress and it's not just a home. I mean, it really, it really changes lives. I mean, we've seen guys get married. We've seen, you know, babies and just, just lives turn around from dark places. And uh, to be a part of that is, is second to none. When it gets cold out there, your vehicle needs some extra attention. O'Reilly Auto Parts has everything you need to keep your vehicle toasty and warm. From choosing the right antifreeze for your engine to replacing your windshield wiper blades, O'Reilly will help you get your car or your truck in fighting shape for the cold weather ahead. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts. Better prices. Every day. All right, so my last point for you. You have played in the NFL. You're part of a brand new league right now. You have a foundation that's making a difference. You've run with the Bulls. You've swam with Sharks. You appeared with Jackass or appeared in Jackass 3D back in 2010. I mean, I can go on and on. You're, you're trying. There's so much stuff that you've already done. Jared, you're still a really young man. What's left on your bucket list? You're trying to qualify for the Olympics. What's left uh, on the bucket no, list? Yeah, you know, I just kind of take it in stride. I, gotta be honest, I don't really think I ever have an original thought. Most of my stuff comes from you know stupid conversation with a friend. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Let's try it. I don't think, you know, most people have ideas to do stuff. I just, I just have the gumption to follow through and try to see if I can get it done. So I don't know. You know what? You know, my biggest challenge in life is I still got two young little girls and, uh, you know, raising them and, uh, you know, you know, making sure, making sure I get them off to college and then successful part of society. That's, that's my biggest task. But, um, you know, yeah, for me, it just, I, I kind of take things in stride and, uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm a firm believer that you, you got to have fun in life and, and when you, and when you quit learning and you quit, 
trying to develop new skills, you quit growing. So I, that's all I'm trying to do is, is, uh, is, is stay young at heart and, and keep growing and, 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 you know, do what I can do. You're always having fun. And my favorite thing that you don't get enough credit for, I love, dude, Central Cali, Jared. I think about all the things you've done, all the things, all the places you've been. Let's not forget where it all started, man. You're Cali. You're Central Cali. Oh, yeah. People forget about that. I was born in Texas, I grew up in California. I'm a Bay Area kid. That's what I'm saying. Jared, it is so good to get caught up. It had been way too long. It is great to have in this podcast and really great to hear your voice. Uh, my pleasure. Let's not, let's not wait so long this time, Remy. TurboTax Live is a new way to do taxes. It combines tech with on-demand tax pros who can answer your questions and offer personalized advice. Real CPAs and EAs can help you with your return and find all the deductions that apply to you. Their tax experts are there when you need them so you can file with complete peace of mind. TurboTax Live's on-demand CPAs and EAs can not only answer your questions and offer advice, they can even review your return with you going over it line by line so you can feel confident that you're getting the maximum refund. TurboTax Live has CPAs and EAs who are the real deal. They're licensed professionals with the experience necessary to ensure that your return is done right. That's expert-level reassurance from someone who has invested in your success and has your back. TurboTax Live with CPAs and EAs on demand. See details at TurboTax.com. My man. Jared Allen, he is so good. Enormous thanks to number 69 for crushing it on Ep69. And if you like what you just heard, go ahead and let him know about it. He is on Twitter, at JaredAllen69. As always, I appreciate everybody who carves out the time to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate all the feedback from everybody who uses this as a supplemental content to the jungle. It's always been the goal of this side hustle to give you even more content, premium content. Not just the content for sake of content, but really good content that you cannot get anywhere else. So do yourself and myself a favor by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing. I appreciate that so much. Then this thing will find you each and every week. You will not have to look for it, it will find you instead. And I'll be back next Tuesday with former NFL running back Ricky Williams. Until then, here is another batch of your voicemails. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Catch you next time. We're out. First new message. What's up? This is David in Buffalo calling in with a quick take on the AAF. I like it, man. As a, as a football fan, as a sports fan in general, you need minor leagues because guys have dreams they want to chase. There might be a guy on one of these teams that makes it to the big time and who knows? Makes an impact at the NFL level. I like where this league is heading. I'm out. Message saved. Next message. What's up, Rome? Uh, regarding the alliance. Berkovici, what in the fuck is the matter with you? Do you even know this thing that people call situational awareness? How can you be standing in the pocket and not hear this snarling bull fixing to decapitate you? You idiot. Did I get that off my chest properly? Message deleted. Next message. Hey, Vic and NoCal. You're just pissed off that my ex-wife didn't want to die on your downhill. Yours is the only one she's ever fucking turned down, you fucking piece of shit. This is Darren and Cuna. I'm out. Message deleted. Next message. Jim Jiminy, Jim Jiminy, Jim Jim Jeru. What's up? It's Dr. D. Message saved. Next message. Romy, it's Luke in Fort Collins. Man, I can't believe the freaking Nuggets. Their lead in the Western Conference disappeared quicker than Ray Lewis's suit after a Super Bowl. Message deleted. Next message.
And Smack, you are the absolute best of all time, period. End of sentence. Nobody's close. I'm a musician. My name's Steve Evans. I play bass. I've got to play with some great ones, a couple of rock and roll Hall of Famers. I'll be playing in L.A. this weekend, actually. Uh, Capistrano, Arcadia, Morro Bay, and Phoenix. But anyway, love the show. I have a great one, bro. Message saved. Next message. Hey, Jim. This is Roger in Texas. Um, I have failed as a parent. All my kids hate sports. And I can't get them to listen to your show. I have failed. Message deleted. Next message. Hey, Romy, it's Don from Florida. Cleveland sucks. The Browns are going to suck. Hunt's going to get busted in that fake flat strip joint. Anyway, until that hawk pigeon dude, take my call, man. I've been a long-time caller. Turn 60. Look like I'm 40. Fight like I'm 20. Message saved. You have no more messages.